You are listening to Fanfare Tracks. Because of the following special program, Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk will not be presented this evening. Star Wars news in a single file. This is Making Tracks. Here are your hosts, Mark Newbold and Mark Lowcaster. That's not true. That's impossible. You're listening to Making Tracks. I'm your co-host, Mark Newbold, and join me today as we walk around Star Wars Fun Fun Day in Blackburn, Ewood Park, is a man who is, well, this isn't good for podcasting, but he's dressed in orange. Yes. I am dressed in orange. My name is Mark Milecaster. I am one of the co-hosts of Making Tracks. This is good fun. Star Wars fan fun day. Exactly. It's your first one, so what are you making of it so far? It's good. It's got a nice, friendly atmosphere, nice and chill. Lovely weather today, which I think is probably actually helping some people. Yes. And uh, maybe hindering other people. But it's great, (laughs) you know. So it's, it's split open into kind of two different areas yep we are literally now just walking into the i suppose you say like the costume area because yeah. there's it's where the uh, meal was last night it's where the meal was where the charity event was yesterday yeah which was great fun uh, we've kind of got a, a speeder bike yep and there's a, a nice cool little yoda in his hut where you can have some photos and the 99th garrison and the fifth legion are here rebel legions here yeah so it's all fun yeah so it's all good fun we're going to steer away from the, cl- uh, the food court because I'm already hungry. I know, I'm starving. So, yeah. so we're going to turn around and walk back the way we came. Last night, let's talk about last night. So last night was dinner with the Star Wars stars. Yes. We managed to get all the Phantoms on one table. I know. Crammed them on. We had yeah. Samantha Mullane with us, who was our, our superstar guest, who, <laughs> who ended up leaving the table halfway through because she was very annoyed with us. <laughs> yes. And rightly so. I, I never knew the fan for trackers could be so childish, but actually I totally knew that. And it was oh, good you fun. totally knew that. <laughs> That's why you were part of the team. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so it was, it was a cracking night last night. Great music. It was a band playing Fleetwood Mac hits. Yes. Which was really cool. Yeah, I wasn't expecting to hear yeah. that. No, that was oh, cool. Yeah, so it was a nice raucous night, which is the kind of night that we like. Yep. But today, it's been, it's been nice and busy. It's been nice and steady. Yeah. They've done a good job because being in Burnley for so many years and now moving to Blackburn, it's a different layout. The room's different. They've sort of adjusted quite nicely. And it's at a football club, so actually there's a game going on outside as, as the convention's going on. So the window in front of the pitch is where all the guests are. Nice and nice, busy. Nice and busy, lots of people. So you're going to hear bits of conversation as we walk around the main show floor. Yeah. Have you spotted anything that you've, uh, you've seen in your travels? Well, funny enough, I'm, I usually try and be quite careful about what I pick up and buy. Yeah. And I always end up spending my more than I should. And I've seen, I have seen quite a few little bits and bobs. And it's always little fiddly bits for me, mm-hmm. rather than the uh, the sort of the the marquee big boys. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I've, I've seen bits. There's yeah. definitely there's definitely going to be some purchases. I have picked up a book already. I think. Yeah, one of the Jeffrey Carlton Super Collector Wish books. I okay. did five of them, and I think I got two, so I picked up one that I was missing. So that was a nice purchase, and then weirdly found my name in it, which I wasn't expecting. Hilarious. And yeah. then issue 11 of Return of the Jedi Weekly, which has got my, my letter in from August yeah, see, 83. See, I don't think we've ever talked about that. Tell us a story. <laughs> tell us a tale. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you a happy memory of always wanted a letter in the, in the letters page, back when letters pages were a proper thing. Yeah. Jedi comes out, obviously. I'm, by this time, 82, 83, I'm writing my own fanfic. 
So I sent a letter in as my fanfic character, Jan Lamona, which is spelled J-A-N. Okay. Like yeah. Jan. Like, yeah, if, like, as like as a girl's Dutch. name. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but you say it like, like you say, you say it like the Dutch name, so Jan Lamona. Yeah. So I send the letter in. It ends up being like the first letter in the, in the letters page. Thrilled to bits. Friend of mine, Andrew Green, I haven't seen him for 40 years, but my friend Andrew phones me up. Mark, 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 go down the news agents now. Your letter's in return the Jello oh, Weekly. Because it used to print your full address. So that's how you knew it was me. Wow, yeah. I mean, <coughs> there's all sorts of GDPR and safeguarding you issues now. Not believe I mean, it. Oh, totally. So I go belting down the hill. Yeah. And I was a tubby little thing when I was 11. Uh, <laughs> and and went barreling down the hill to get this uh, this ma- newspaper, uh, uh, magazine, comic. Yeah. Come up the road, reading the comic, seeing my letter. Thrilled to bits. About two weeks later, letter turns up at my house. Right, okay. Oh, What's this? I didn't get many letters when I was a kid. I opened up the envelope and it's a letter saying, Dear Jan, how cool is it that there are girl Star Wars fans? Will you be my pen pal? Oh, wow. Twelve-year-old me was outraged. So I'm, you, not, I'm not a girl. I'm not a girl. So I tear the letter up. I was so annoyed. I tear the letter. I wish I kept it now. It would yeah. have been awesome. I had about six letters like that. Do you know who it was from? Was it from another girl? Was oh, it was from, no, it was from, there was some girls and some boys. Okay. Just wanted to be pen pals. Well, that's cool. But, but me being me, thinking, yeah. why don't people understand that this is Jan Lamona? Yeah. Legendary Star Wars smuggler. Not, you know, why would anybody outside of my <laughs> head know that? Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but I wish I'd kept those letters. So yeah. yeah, so that was my first my first printed thing. So it's always got. So whenever I see a copy, and that's a really nice copy. Whenever I see a copy, I always pick it up. Wow, talking about seven copies of that, <laughs> that comic now because I'm sad. I would understand it if that letter was the only thing you've ever had printed and published <laughs> in any Star Wars magazine or book or anything <laughs> but I mean you're fairly prolific so let's, let's be honest well so, I've, uh, yes it, yeah. it, it, it came good in the end I suppose yeah. I'm quite chuffed with the fact that I had my little photo in like was it Star Wars year on year when we did the, the release of the second teaser trailer yeah for Force Awakens yeah and they did a screen in that Leicester Square and you guys were out in celebration seeing yeah. it yeah. and we saw it there you know, so that was cool. I wasn't expecting that, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> you know, it's nice. And and actually, what's been quite nice today actually is that uh, me and Phil Parker have been walking around, and we did a panel for uh, the collectors track yeah. at Celebration in London just just a couple of weeks ago. And there's been two or three people have come up and gone, "Oh my god, you did that panel? Yeah. We really enjoyed it." Which is really nice because like yeah, you know, you, you, you can... quick reminder: food is now being served in Jack's kitchen. Food is now being served in Jack's kitchen. Good to know. You know when you watch this stuff on ITV Plus One and they say don't enter this competition because this, this episode is an hour old? Yes. Anybody who's listening to this, don't go to Jack's kitchen because yeah, the your food's going to be, be at least a couple of days old. And yeah. certainly cold. <laughs> right, I'm here at Star Wars Fun Fun Day. I'm here with Jonathan Cass. How are things with you? Fantastic. Uh, this is my first signing, actually. Um, oh, really? Yeah, first ever signing. So um, I'm loving Blackburn. Yeah. It's my first time in Blackburn as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, people are so friendly. Um, I had a great night last night yes. at the gala dinner. Which yeah. was lovely. A bit of entertainment as well. Yeah. And I'm just now having a thoroughly good day. And, um, yeah, it's great to meet everybody. Uh, a lot of people have come from miles around as yes. well, not just local. So I'm you know, really happy that they've turned out and um, I've met some lovely people. And so yeah. being your first signing, being your f- is it your first event or your first signing? It's both, yeah. Okay. My, my, yeah, my first event and signing, yeah. yeah so, yeah. So you've picked up, you've plumbed on a really good one because this is known as being a great show. Apparently so. Yeah. People, people tell me that I've picked a good one to start oh, yeah. in because there's lots of families here today. So it's very family orientated. Yep. Um, it's quite a nice, it's a very nice venue, Blackburn Road. 
Rovers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, no, it's, it's just a very relaxed atmosphere as well. Yeah. No one's pushy, no one's you know invading your personal space. And yeah. Everyone's been very respectful. So. Yeah. And there's some great characters. Some of the costumes here oh, are amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah always. Really, really good. Yeah. Yeah. So when you've got the role in Andor, you just about to Hazel, very sort of similar thing. You know, you 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 you're doing it for the work, but then this this ancillary thing when you're a Star Wars <laughs> performer that all of a sudden there's the opportunity to do events like yeah. this. Is this what you expected? How do you sort of feel about all that? I've always been a Star Wars fan. Yeah. Um, I, I was 12 when the first one came out. Um, yes, yeah, so I've always loved Star Wars. Um, basically, it's um, because of my look. Yeah. I play a German officer. Right. Quite a lot. Yeah. I'm actually in the Indiana Jones film uh, that's about to be uh, released next month. Oh, fantastic! I play uh, a German officer in that. Yeah. I played a German officer in Nazi mega structures. Right. Uh, Hitler's Circle of Evil. Uh, film called Allied with Brad Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played. A, that's the first time I ever played uh, a German officer. Right. Right. So I've got the look. Yeah. So basically, it kind of transfers over to being a, an imperial officer. Yeah. So obviously they saw that I had this look, um, brought me in for the fitting. Yeah. I wasn't entirely sure because they gave it a code, right. CIS. Okay. So I didn't quite know what I was. So when I turned up for the fitting, and they started dressing me in the tunic and the, and the, and, and the jodhpurs and the boots. Ah, oh, this makes sense like, now. Okay, and I was trying not to, trying to stay cool. Yeah. Trying not to stand there grinning like an idiot <laughs> because I'm getting dressed as an imperial officer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the guy dressing me, um, I, I know from a lot of other productions. Right. So I was chatting with him. I said, I'm not going to lie. I said, I'm, I'm really excited about this. And he said, I'm glad because a lot of people turn up. And they, they, couldn't, they couldn't care less whether they're yeah. right. Um, but no, th this has definitely been a dream job. And to be on season one and potentially on season two. Potentially, I yeah. I can't give anything no, away. No, no. Uh, potentially on season two um, is fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And so when you're on set, you're in that, that amazing room with some phenomenal actors. How did that feel? Because there's so much important stuff happening in those sequences in season one and hopefully season two, but certainly in season one. So how was that kind of being in that room? And of course you're actors, so there's, there's a lot going on, you know, there's, there's things happening, but it must have been pretty important, especially being a fan, like you say. Yeah, I mean, when you step on set, that's when the professionalism kicks in. Yeah. So you, you forget about all the excitement. You're just there, you want to do the best job you can. You listen to the director, yeah. because a lot of our stuff is reactional stuff yes. to what's been talked about. Yeah. Um, we rarely get to speak. Um, if you do, it's quite special. Yeah. Um, but a, a lot of it is understanding the scene, understanding the, the, the gravity of the yeah. scene, um, and then try and <laughs> dictate your facial expressions and yeah. your mannerisms according to what's going on. Yeah. Hence, that's why I look like an, an angry man, <laughs> because I'm not very happy. Because Andor is obviously doing, you know, he's getting, yeah. getting too big for his boots, and we need to control him. Yeah. And things aren't going our way at the moment. Uh, you know, especially in the scene I'm in in season one, yes. episode four, things aren't, you know, going well at all. So yeah, so it's just channeling all that sort yeah. of energy, and just, just, yeah, just enjoying it. In, in between takes, it's, it's very relaxed. Um, but then as soon as, you know, obviously the director says action, you know, you, you've got to be on your Got to be ready to go. Yeah, because if you're smiling or looking in the wrong direction, then that, that's a cut. And, yeah. And, and, you know, you've ruined the scene. So, yeah, so you've got to stay in the zone. Now, my co-host has just turned up, Mark. Hello. Mark, I know you'd like to ask some questions because obviously Jonathan was involved in some of the Bond stuff and we've got a big Bond fan here, so I'm going to hand over the microphone. Oh, OK. Lovely. Matt, this is rather impromptu, isn't it? Yeah, how are you doing? Yeah, good, thanks. From the back, you kind of look very much like Daniel Craig. Right. So, 
what, 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 what role did you have with Bond films? Well, basically, I was his stand-in in Jamaica for three weeks. Nice. So um, started off with, um, I got an availability saying I'm yeah. available to stand-in. They called it B25 then. They hadn't named it No Time to Die. Right, yeah. So I got an availability from my agent saying, yeah. Am I, can I go to a camera test at Pinewood mm-hmm. to stand in for one of the main actors right, in nice. B25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of knew it was Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, just, just worked it out. So, so I turn up. Um, basically, long story short, I got to fire the, uh, the, the Walther PPK. Nice, yeah. Uh, down the camera lens. I got to fire a pump-action shotgun and drive the DBS on a rolling road. Oh, really? And just spent all day just filming various different lighting setups. Yeah. And I walked away from that day thinking, if nothing else comes of this, I've just had the best day of my life. Absolutely. I've literally been bombed for the day. Yeah. And then I got a call um, a couple of weeks later, said, am I available to go to Jamaica? Yeah. And I thought, let, let me just think about that for a second. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I went to Jamaica for three weeks. That's fantastic. And filmed. It was. Um, it wasn't a holiday. It wasn't as um, relaxed as you'd like to think. We had we had a couple of days off. Yeah. But it was very intense filming schedule. Uh, it was quite humid, hot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was an amazing experience. Yeah. Was that your first time to Jamaica then? I have. I've been to Jamaica before. I used to fly for British Airways. Right. Okay. So I've been to Jamaica quite a lot. But it's not been for a, any length of time really it's only been for a couple of nights and then we've had to fly back yeah. so I got to see obviously because a lot of the locations Frenchman's Cove um, and also um, Banana Wharf we, I got to see a lot more Jamaica yeah. and um, where they built his villa um, yeah. was absolutely fantastic yeah it's a beautiful place in fact the um, the boat they use uh, the uh, happenstance is it happenstance the um, the name of the boat? I think it is. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was actually the the cove was so shallow mm. to get the boat into the cove. They had to literally tip it on its side, and this is a, a multi-million pound wow. yacht that they borrowed. Um, so you can imagine there were, you know, yeah, they're a bit nervous about that. A few people sweating um, <laughs> about making the tiniest, you know, the tiniest yeah. mark, and, on and it. nothing to do with the humidity either. Yeah. No, no, no so, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no. So, so were you in like? Were you on set with Daniel, or was it literally just like when you were on set, there wasn't any other cast around, and you were just doing like the reverse shots, or how? No, Daniel was there. Yeah. Um, so I would basically set up the. Uh, I'd watch the rehearsals. Uh-huh. Uh, the director. There's a rehearsal with the director, and then they do a crew rehearsal. Yeah. So that's when I come in. Um, I take a note of the dialogue, uh, where he is when he says his dialogue, what actions he does, and then he'll go back to his trailer nice air-conditioned trailer and I'll and then they'll do all the setting up they'll do the lighting I'll run through the actions a lot of the time I was expected to learn the dialogue as well so you have to quickly learn the dialogue in the morning um, luckily I'm quite quick at learning lines and then yeah Daniel would come in and basically they would show him what I did because they would tweak it slightly they'll show him what I did and then he would come in and copy what I did really? and that's basically how the three weeks went cool yeah so um, yeah. So, so really it, it was Daniel you're copying you rather than the other way around. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah kind of. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. I saw the rehearsals, but I, I basically, because I learned the dialogue, yeah. and I was having to do it to camera, and I was getting directing, directing from Carrie Fukunaga. Yeah. I was literally felt like I was born. Yeah. Weeks, so, wow. And it was, I'll say, a wonderful experience and something I look back on. It was very hard work, but something I look back on uh, with fond memories now. Fantastic. So, yeah. yeah.
And, and so just how does that kind of compare? You do, you've been on Bond 25, which is a massive multi-million dollar film, and also then you move on to like Andor as well. You yeah. know? So, you know, was it, did you find it was a similar kind of like, you know, uh, stress level? And The st- stress level wasn't as much because really? when you're a stand-in, yeah. uh, you've got to be there. When the, when the director says turning, turning around or moving on, You've got to be there because right. it's such a tight schedule, especially they, especially three weeks in Jamaica. They couldn't afford to run over, mm-hmm. so you have to be there. So there's a lot more pressure when you're standing in. But when um, when I'm a supporting artist um, on Andor, virtually no pressure at all. Yeah. If they give you some dialogue, yes, there's a bit more pressure, but it's yeah, it's, it's not as stressful uh, as my job on Bond. Um, both, I, I enjoy both as much. Yeah. I'm also in the Indiana Jones film that's nice. coming out in okay. June, yeah. playing a German officer again. Right. Okay. So, uh, which similarities was, and crossovers there, well, then, potentially yeah, with I, Andor. I, 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 <laughs> blue eyes, blonde hair. Right. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and the bone structure. Yeah. So yeah, I've got my mum to thank for that. Yeah. So um, yeah, but um, sure. yeah, and I've got some some more exciting projects coming up as well. The film industry in, in this country mm-hmm. is absolutely. I think it's the best country in the entire world. Um, um, and there's studios opening up all over the place. Everybody yeah. wants the film here. So yeah, it's, it's an exciting time to, to be in the industry. It's yeah. very, very exciting. And it's literally having to pick what job I want to do, you know, because there's so much coming in. Because um, I don't want to take a job and then something like this comes up yeah. and I'm busy on something else. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very picky about what I say yes it's, to because I try and, I, I, of course, yes, I do need the money, but I, I, do, I do it more firstly for the experience and then the money comes second. Yeah, sure. um, but I just love the whole thing about being on set, the film industry. Yeah. It's just, yeah. So you're hoping to have a new Bond whenever it gets announced? It's going to have blonde hair, yeah? Well, no, no, because I'm too old now. Because, Are you too old, yeah. Uh, yeah, because I, I think that the next Bond has got to be early 30s, Absolutely, mid-30s, yeah. Because if, if they're going to do another five-film deal, I mean, Daniel Craig was 51 on his last yeah. one. So I'm, my, my next aim, I'm going to put it out to the universe now, uh, bond baddie. Yes. I, I, I want to be. I want to be a bond baddie. So, yeah. So, well, yeah. you know, there's a, there's a very. You could kind of double, I think, for like Stellan Skarsgård from Andor. So yeah. you know, there's, there's a chance you could do that yeah. as well. So I think I've. Yeah, I yeah. definitely. That, that's that's on my. I, I, I never wanted to be a stormtrooper. I wanted to be an imperial officer. Yeah. So I've done that now. I never wanted to be Bond, but I wanted to be a bond baddie. Yeah, bond baddie. So so that is my. Yeah. yeah that's my next thing. There yeah. you go. Cool. Well, let's watch this space. Yeah, yeah, watch this space. Hopefully, um, I'll put it out to the universe, so uh, you you never know. Brilliant. Jonathan, thanks for your time. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you. For everything in one location, daily news, reviews, interviews, podcasts, video and social media feeds, bookmark fanthatracks.com for Star Wars news 24-7, 365. There's a nice mixture of collectibles oh, really here, nice actually. Mixture. There's, you know, yeah. there's uh, some vendors who are selling pretty much purely vintage, and then other stuff like new, modern. There's some some collectibles for I think anybody and everybody. You know, totally. I'm trying to be good for once. Okay, so what, what have you got your eye on then? We've not really well. To be honest, I've nailed not really, this down. To be honest, I I haven't really got my eye on much or anything at the moment. Which means you'll spend loads. Possibly, yeah, because yeah, that's the problem. If I, if I come to somewhere like this with no kind of shopping agenda, yeah. then it's always going to mean trouble for the credit card. Totally. However, <laughs> in fairness, I did win in the raffle yesterday. You did? At the Star Wars uh, like charity event. Yes. And I won an amazing like, RS Prop Masters yep. uh, TK stunt 
Trooper helmet lid, yep. which is awesome. So probably won't be able to top that this weekend. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I have to have a look and see what's actually around. I mean, I'm kind of now starting to really lean more heavily into getting a nice full set of vintage vehicles and, okay. and play sets. So that's, that's a good, probably yeah. going to be what I'm going to be looking at. I mean, I've got you know many of the the main ones already. So you know, I've got a really nice kind of slave one and stuff. And actually, it's for play sets that I'm more keen on. So yeah. I'll probably want to finish those. But I haven't seen any play sets. But there are some lovely vehicles over there, some vintage vehicles. So. I'm, I'm in the same boat in that I'm missing... I never got the Ewok Village, never got Yoda's, you know, the Dagobah set. Yeah. So I have got the Ewok Village. Don't have Yoda's Dagobah play yeah. set. Yeah. For one, I always wanted the pro boat and turret. Yes. From Empire Strikes yes. Back. And also the Rebel Command Centre. Yep. I think only up until like a couple of years ago, but I, I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. And like now I've seen it, I'm just like, that's amazing. Gotta get it. But yeah, yeah don't yeah. tend to see those out in the wild very no, often you don't. over here. You that's don't. a US import, I think. Hi, this is Dorian Kinji, and you're listening to Fantha Tracks. One thing that happened yesterday that was very cool was that Fantha Tracks won an award. Yeah, yeah, and you weren't expecting that. Not at all. Not at all. Which was really cool. Yeah, so, so Neil and Paul do uh, an award every year to people who help out with the Fan Fun Day, which has been going, like I say, for quite a few years now. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, right, the last one that they gave yesterday was to, to Fanta Tracks, which was very nice for uh, sort of supporting the show and hyping it and talking about it on the podcast and all the other bits and bobs exactly. that we do. Yeah, which is fantastic. Yeah, so yeah. that was very, very cool. So let's keep walking. Let's Because walk. there's more good stuff. Yes. So some of the old book and records down there, lots of little Jedi bits, some of the old classic figures and... I do love these. These are really cool. Yes. It's hand-painted. Sigma, isn't it? Yeah, Sigma. Yeah. I've got, like, the C-3PO change tray. Right. Which is very similar, you know, the C-3PO sellotype. Sellotype, yeah, it's, it's a little bit, It's a little bit, like, camp in the way he's kind of leaning. <laughs> it's kind of like... Yeah, it, they did choose their pose as well, didn't they? Yeah, those poses are particularly uh, dodgy, you know, so... <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's one of those things that I saw, and I was like, oh, I'm going to have to get that because I'm never probably going to uh, ever get a sellotape dispenser. Totally, and it's it's one of those things that you don't see that often, so you kind of got to hop onto it when you get the chance. Yeah, so I got that, and I was like, that's pretty cool, you know. So there's some lovely stuff here. Corvus Moon cult collectible. So we've got a yeah. nice mix of like Disney Park stuff. You've got some lightsabers. Yeah, and then some more modern stuff. The Slave layer, Oh, yes, yes, yes. Bracelet set that I picked up the other day from Zavi. Yep. Although, like I said, you've got to have some big arms to fit in there. I think, to be fair. <laughs> you know. Um, and there's a layer lightsaber from Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. That's in there. With Disney yeah, Park. there's Cantono there as well. Yep. Um, I, mean, I do like these coins. It's a Mandalorian kind of uh, they are coin gorgeous. set. They are yeah. lovely. I, I bought, when I was at Galaxy's Edge, I bought the Republic set. Yeah, yeah. So I've got some of the Republic coins. There's some nice fan-made ones out there as well. Yes. So they, they actually mix together really, really well. Which is perfect, especially if you've got them on a display. You exactly know, so. that. Exactly yeah. that. But then it's like, you know, would, would you take something like that out of its case? And, and, and I did, actually. Did. I yeah. wouldn't normally, but in that instance, I did. So, uh, which is unusual for me. I mean, Jazzwares, you know, the current run of yes. Jazzwares stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, I just love having those dotted around the shelves because I think they just look so good. Here at Star Wars Fun Fun Day in Blackburn, and I'm here with Hazel. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm loving it. It's my first time, yeah. and 
it's everyone's been so friendly, so welcoming. So when you came into the show, you, yeah. you know, you, you're doing what you're doing. But did any of this was there any of this a consideration? Did you think of, of beyond doing what you just did? No, never. Because it was, um, I was just asked, would I be prepared to do a Disney production? So turned up, um, and then you find out. Yeah. Hey, it's Star Wars. Yeah. Um, sign the NDAs and all this, and it's just like. Tell anyone I'm actually going to be the Star Wars thing. What was that like? I mean, Andy's Andy's part of our team as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, and yeah. so I'm presuming. I mean, obviously, your close family. I'm assuming yeah. they knew. Well, I did actually ask them come round for tea, and I've just got to say something to you. But you've got to lips are sealed yeah. for a year. Yeah. Um, and they were just so made up. Like Star Wars is their life. Of course. The hobby. All of them. Um, so, yeah. And there's lots of exotic Star Wars locations. Yeah. Where did you film? I filmed at Cleveland. Hey. <laughs> but it, we made it exotic. Big time. Yeah, because we were all dressed up to the nines. We're retired pensioners, filthy rich. And of course, the scene I'm in, I was uh, given a drink by an alien. And I just completely ignored him. Just, As you do. Yeah. <laughs> so how long were you filming for? Because we, we you know, obviously with the website and, and fellas here and stuff, folks here knew of the filming. Yeah. You knew that it was longer than you might think. You, you were there for a little while. A couple of days, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, setting it up and, and then um, we, we were all quite a number of extras on, on the beachfront. Yeah. And then I got picked out to do the feature. So that was like... And nearly a day just doing that. So what was that like? Because you're going there with an expectation of I might do this or I might do that, and then all of a sudden your your face on the screen couldn't be clearer. I know, and it's it's one piece of extras work that I've done. I've not done that many, but I usually get cast as like a beggar or a patient <laughs> in the hospital or yeah. something. Um, and and this yeah, is the one piece of work that I've done that I was actually yeah. Pretty dope, <laughs> just like so amazing. Um, so now you're part of the Star Wars galaxy now. I mean, there's no escaping it now. You're stuck yeah. with us now. So, so doing like I say, you come and do a show like this. It's it's another world, it's isn't so it? So unexpected. Yeah. Because to some extent, you do a piece of extras work and you see yourself on TV, or you don't make the edit at all. Yeah. And so be it. But then this is the work that just keeps giving. <laughs> we need an action figure. I know Andy oh, yeah. makes action figures, and we need an action ones, figure. Yeah. I think he's been too busy at the moment, but might, might get one for my birthday or something. You should, you should. And just just on that subject, in case people are listening, don't know Andy is part of Fantastrax. He's also part of Blues Harvest. He must be proud as punch of what he's done oh, with absolutely. the band and everything. Yeah, yeah. so much so. Um, things like the Mandalorian. Lots that they did in London the Forge, yeah. recently. Yeah, yeah. The Forge. Yeah. It's just like music's just. He's been since he was fifteen. He's been in bands. Yeah. And to get involved in Blues Harvest, it, it's just putting all his hobbies together. Um, and they're all good musicians. Yeah. They're fantastic to watch. Yeah. Love it. So yeah, to, to be more involved than ever. You're a proper Star Wars family now, aren't you? Yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Because uh, like back in the day, it, it came the original Star Wars came out before he was born. Yeah, yeah. Um, and myself and Tom, we, we sort of 
young family, so you, you, sure. you don't really get time to look at them yeah. until they were a bit older and then we'd all sit and watch them together. Yeah. It's just like, well, this is good. <laughs> that was it. So yeah. this, this, you didn't foresee this? No, didn't foresee this, no. <laughs> <laughs> so much fun. Brilliant. Yeah. Well, thanks for your time. It's lovely to properly meet you. I know we met briefly, but oh, yeah. lovely to properly meet you. So you thank you so much. Well. And all the other family tracks, guys. Brilliant. You're a good, good gang. I'm trying to be with you all. We try. <laughs> thanks again. Very welcome. We're coming back round now, so we're back near the Fanthatrax booth. A, a very bustling and busy Fanthatrax booth, I very, might say. Yeah. Very. So if you're here yeah. at the show, and of course when you listen to this, the show's going to be finished, uh, this is kind of redundant, but if you were here at the show and you came up to the booth and said, Fanthatrax is a reviewer, you get the event-exclusive badge. Which we talked about in last week's episode. So yeah, nice little uh, white-rimmed badge with a Fanthatrax logo and a, a delightful BB-8 on the front so uh, clearly must have been designed by Mr Brian Cameron you know so <laughs> clearly he's, clearly because he's such a fan of drawings clearly yes so, yeah. thanks for listening to Making Tracks if you want to be a part of the action and stay updated on all the latest stores news visit fanthatracks.com or check out the free Fanthatracks app for the app store to follow us on your mobile device you can reach out to us and send your listeners questions by emailing radio at fanthatracks.com comment like and share on any of our social media feeds at Fanthatracks and be sure to subscribe leave a review preferably a five star one on Amazon Music Audible Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts Spotify or your podcast or smart speaker of choice and as always thanks to James Semple for composing the Fanthatracks intro Adam and Brian from making tracks opening music and Mark Daniel and Vanessa Marshall for our voiceovers remember tune in to Good Morning Tatooine it's live Sunday evenings at 9 o'clock UK 4pm Eastern 1pm Pacific on Facebook and YouTube and check out our Fantatracks Radio Friday Night Rotation every Friday night at 7pm UK time for new episodes of the Phantom From Down Under Planet Layer Desert Planet Discs Start Your Engines Collecting Tracks Cannon Fodder and special episodes of Making Tracks and that's me done for this episode